Welcome, my Chicana and Latina moms. This space has been created only for you, solo para nosotras, Chicanas and Latina moms. In these episodes that I share with you, I talk about self-care and self-love and how to empower your being. You are not alone, and this is a revolución. We will continue to fight, fight for what is right for our being, starting with our own mental health, to be able to help and inspire those in need, starting with ourselves, our kids, our family, our community. I hope you enjoy all of these episodes that I record for you with all of my corazón para todas mis hermanas, Chicanas and Latina moms. Hey, my Chicana and Latina sisters, please do not forget to leave a review and give me your feedback. I would really appreciate it. This also helps other new listeners know what we're about. Gracias. Hola, Chicana and Latina moms. ¿Cómo están? I hope you're doing well. Y que tengan un día muy productivo, pero también con self-care. Cuidado personal. My name is Amapola Ramirez, and I am the creator and host of Chicana and Latina Moms podcast. I am a therapist, holistic health coach, parenting instructor, and a co-parenting specialist. So... I do a little bit of everything, um, but I definitely, it's not just what defines me. And I think we're all multifaceted individuals. Um, you don't always just have to focus on one thing. Obviously, you don't want to overwhelm yourself, but it's okay to like many things and to do things, um, you know, different things, and just organizing yourself. Um, but I am also in love with retail. There's something about retail that I liked. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I used to work at Sears way back in the days when I was 18 years old and I loved it. I worked in the juniors department and I don't know you guys, aunque no me pagaban, <laughs> no me pagaban good, like at all. I don't even remember. I think the hour back then was like six bucks if I'm not mistaken um I think so oh my goodness I worked part-time or the hours would vary but it was it was fun I love to take care of my department have it organized take out the items that were clearance but I just disliked the pay (laughs) it sucked but anyways I'm sharing this because um Many of you might know, and some of you might not, but I do have an online store. Um, It is called, well, it was called La Chicana Clothing, but I decided to sell other items. I've always been in love with baby clothes and obviously women's clothes and a lot of the end planners. That is another thing that I would like to, but I'm just doing the research as to what I want to bring into my store but anyways um I will be selling women clothes and baby clothes there's something about those two that I just obviously one woman obviously I love clothes for myself (laughs) but baby clothes even though you know I'm not gonna have any more babies but 
I just love baby clothes. They're so adorable. Um, so it is called Yolot Boutique. And it's actually Nahuatl word. That means corazón. And I will post on it as soon as I open it. Right now, um, I'm working on the items that I'm bringing into my store. So stay tuned for that. Um, percentage of each sale will always go to um, Chicano and Latino communities in need. Um, there is an agency that I would always um, send money to and I want to like spread it out border board of kindness um, border of kindness and they help a lot of families that are um, immigrants and who need health care and it's pretty awesome it is a nonprofit agency check them out they're amazing but other than that um, I'm excited it's a lot of work to have an online store it is taking me time Ooh, pero como que le estoy entendiendo un poco más, like to work smarter, not harder. So I'll talk about this journey of how to start your business. I am a therapist, but that's just not it for me. I love it. And what I mean by that is because I have other things that I love as well. And I want to be able to share with you guys um, how you can open your online store. So if you are interested um, and you follow me on Instagram at la chicana i'm sorry at uh, chicana underscore latina moms podcast um send me a message and i can get a feel or actually i'll post a story asking if you guys want to know how to start your business definitely i think we have to help each other i you guys me cae tan gordo a veces cuando like no sabes navegar algo and you ask you ask people like for help because they're doing it and they refuse to like help you because they just want to be the only ones selling that or doing that i'm like why there's so many people on this planet there's so much money i mean do you guys honestly think that in and out was intimidated to be in the same shopping center as freaking i don't know mcdonald's Do you think McDonald's then got intimidated by being next to Burger King? No, everyone provides um, products, services so differently, right? The burgers are different. The service is different. The look is different, right? So it's interesting, but I am okay with sharing it with you. I think we all can have, um, we all have the right to bring this space into our lives and give life a touch of what we love and what we're about. So definitely we have to help each other. We shouldn't be selfish. Um, pero hoy les quiero hablar on how to reset your life. If you guys go on YouTube and you put reset videos for the month, you will find a list of I mean, endless list of people sharing how they reset their month, um, their week, and it's pretty cool. You get to reset it and you are able to start over again, do changes, um, and you can see it by weekly or monthly. So definitely resetting ourselves is important as much as we can, you guys. Um, so 
if you are able to make the time to sit down and write what is it that you want to change right um in your in your week or in your month if you say i'm tired of waking up late i'm tired of going to sleep late okay how am i going to reset myself this week or next month i mean when you do the next month reset, you guys, you have to do it like the last week of the month that's going to end, obviously. And so you can be prepared for the upcoming month. I have shared with you in a previous video um, planners that I use. And these planners, um, they're different. One is for daily and then the other one is for monthly, which is the monthly goal. And I purchased that at Walmart. Um I'm going to find the video again and share it again on stories. Um, or I can do a video and just post it on Instagram. I'm just a little hooked on stories. I don't know why. But I will do a video um, or a reel or a post, whatever. <laughs> and I will post it para que vean el planner. Now, you don't really need like a fancy planner, but I am addicted to planners. I've kind of reduced that, by the way, because I ended up with planners at one point. I was like, why do I need like five planners? But I do like to buy planners that um, I can refill with inserts. And if you go on Etsy and you look at planner organizations or planner like decorating stick. Oh, my God. It's just so adorable. But I highly recommend you guys to check out um, the video of the planner. But also, like I said, you don't have to have like a fancy planner. I cannot tan, you know, exagerado, <laughs> however you want to call it. Pero you can actually use a notebook. And you guys can look, um, or if you've heard the previous, I don't remember if it was the previous. No me acuerdo, but it was... Um, uh, episode that I recorded this month of August talking about planners and organizing our lives to bring peace um but rest it I don't know si escuchan un grillo pero si lo escuchan you guys I've been invaded by grillos like crazy oh y no me dejan dormir so it's staying light <laughs> as I'm recording this y se escucha el grillito Anyways, my little friend here, El Grillito, is with me. Um, o Grillita, I don't know. But anyways, um, so I, one, I'm going to recommend for you guys to check out YouTube and punch in reset videos for the month. And you can get ideas from other people. You guys, we learn from each other, definitely. And I, I love to watch those videos because I learn different things that I never thought about. I'm like, oh my goodness, like, I can do that. So... Definitely watch those videos, learn from other people, um, and write down what your goals are for the month. You can write it down um, on a notebook, on a planner, or you can create an Excel if that's what you like um, online, on your computer, and work on that. So why is it important to implement a reset um, structured lifestyle? Um, because one, we are human beings and we have emotions. These emotions are roller coasters. You know, they go up and down. Or like I've said before, they're like waves. Pero les quiero decir algo. Every uncomfortable emotion will 
pass. Will pass. Now, this is the thing. If you find yourself having these thoughts that just continue to come up on your you know up in your mind like you keep thinking about it you're just tormenting yourself so when you feel like you've been thinking about something too long i mean when i mean long it's not just like a day or two or three weeks months and or years we have this narrative you guys um that we tend to repeat in our minds. Let me give you an example. An example. If you grew up um, emotionally abused by your mother or father, um, in this example, I'll use mother. Um, if you grew up being verbally abused, you know, by your mother or just not heard or seen. What happens is that it creates this fight or flight. So when you come across people who are not really good communicators, you will take it personal because of the way maybe they're coming across. And then, then it has nothing to do with you. There's a certain way when, uh, you know, there's a certain way certain individuals are expecting um, a response or a behavior from other people. Let me give you an example. So, um, if someone is not kind with their words, if they don't say a specific word that will help you feel better or give you like a sweet gesture or tell you like, ay, gracias, eres, eres una buena persona. Gracias por tu, por tu ayuda. And if someone just comes across and they're like, oh, okay, all right, thanks. And you're like, wait a minute. I mean, obviously people might think like, well, I mean, the way they come across was kind of rude. The thing is there's just certain people that don't really care if they said, oh, okay, thank you. Okay, thanks. And they walk or walk away after they've kind of worked um, hard to help that person. There's people that honestly are just like, cool, you're welcome. But when there's people that have gone through so much emotional abuse, they take that to heart. And they're like, oh my God, did I say something? They don't like me. I, all, I did all of this. And that's how they say it. Like in our minds, kind of like, okay, I want them to say that I'm a great person, that I, they appreciate me. Because see, it's like yearning, yearning something that you didn't get often as a child. And another thing that interrupts you guys are mental health and why it's important to reset is this. Um, we sometimes create, like I mentioned earlier, this narrative. And when we come across very defensive, um, it's because there's fight or flight. And when you are very mindful that certain things or people do trigger you, and you're like, I'm just done with this. Some people don't know how to like shift it. So when you are able to implement a weekly or monthly reset habit, you're able to process. Que quiero cambiar en cómo organizo mi casa. Que quiero cambiar um, para mejorar mi salud mental. 
okay, que quiero cambiar, right? What am I going to reset? How am I going to reset my health? How am I going to reset my mental health to help myself feel better? How am I going to reset my parenting style? How am I going to reset my relationship with my partner so we can get closer because como que la rutina is taking over? Um, so when you are able to implement this habit of making time to reset yourself for the week or for the month, whatever works for you, um, that doesn't mean it takes away from you organizing your day, but you have an overview of what your goals are, right? So... A lot of the times, these negative thoughts take over. And when people don't make time to focus on them, it just spirals. Okay? It spirals like nonstop. Let me give you guys an example as to how people become, who are anxious, um, become insecure and don't know it. And how this can interfere by you not being able to really assess your life. So you can be in a conversation And let's say you're having this conversation with someone, um, obviously, that you know, right? Or even someone that you don't know. It doesn't matter. And you leave that conversation. And you're like, okay, bye, see you later, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Te vas. Y aquí empieza. La mente. Ay, ojalá que no me haya escuchado tan, tan como, no sé, hipócrita o... Oh my God, did I try too hard? Oh my God, maybe I said something that, that got them mad. Y luego no, ¿qué tal si no me hablan? No, I'm fine, I'm fine. No, but, but was my body language good? Was it, did I show that I was paying attention? Oh my God, I guess I'll know next time. If they talk to me, then we're good. If they don't talk to me, then I did something wrong. I mean, that conversation is so common, you guys. I hear it all the time. I hear it all the time with many clients that share. They leave a conversation doubting it. So if you know you are one of them and you're like, oh my God, that, that's me. So yo, <laughs> you know, um, then right there. And this is why, you know, we're talking about it. And this is why you're listening to this because we're meant to like to be in the same space to address this because I have been there myself in the past and takes work and now I'm able to say like okay I'm confident the conversations I'm present and that's exactly what happens you're not present you're not present in the conversation you're focused too much on the fear of like what if you mess up what if you say something that you shouldn't be saying maybe they're not gonna want to talk to you the fear of again abandonment The fear que si digo algo, que tal si no les caigo bien y se van de mi vida y ya no quieren ser mis amigos o amigas o familia or whatever. That is linked to abandonment. So when you are able to be aware of these things that you need to change within you, guess what happens? You are now able to be mindful and make space to reset your day, your week, your month, your life. One bad moment, you guys check this out. One bad moment does not equal a bad life. Okay? It does not equal a bad life. If there is someone in your life who just doesn't show you the love or attention, it can be your mother. 
It could be your father. It can be any, like family members who you expect. Everyone's on their own journey. Everyone's trying to reset their lives in a way that maybe works for them. And if it doesn't, it's okay. Because you get back up and you go. But we don't want to do anything that's going to hurt us, you guys. We don't want to be hitting our kids physically. That's punishment. And we should never do that. Never. Even if the law says it's okay to hit kids in the butt. Um, no. No, 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 no. We should never use violence. Let's use our intelligence, our words. Many of us, because of generational traumas, grew up being hit. I grew up being hit, and it was my mother that hit me. You guys, the only person in my life who have who have only gotten into a like like a physical fight, and I don't want to say that I was like swinging and stuff. I was more like holding and like pushing <laughs> my own mother, my own mother. It's crazy. She's the only female in my life who I've become like very physical in that manner. She has hit me with the belt. She left me a big old freaking bruise like the size of a freaking tortilla de harina. <laughs> I'm laughing right now, but it wasn't funny, you know. But now I'm like, I'm over it. But it did cause a lot of harm because we are not, we don't deserve to be hit. So there's a lot of things that we go to go through, you know, as um, Chicanas and Latinas, we definitely go. Our upbringings affected us. And if you are saying, no, it did not, then you're lying to yourself. I'm sorry I have to say it this way, but you're lying to yourself because it's really hard sometimes, you guys, to really sit with these emotions and these memories. But there's a pattern that we all have. We definitely have to shift um but when we are not mindful when we are stuck in this narrative when it's really hard to change habits that are affecting our kids and they they then become you know a punching bag verbally emotionally physically then that's a problem if you find yourself yelling to your kids the problem are not your kids There's a problem within you. And let me tell you, it's okay to have these issues, but it, but it's not okay to continuing to continue them when you know you're harming yourself and your kids. So when our kids don't listen to us, <clears throat> excuse me, when our kids don't listen to us, it doesn't mean that it's them. There's something within us that we need to change because we're not delivering the message more in a different manner. And people say, Le hablo bien bonito, le hablo bien bonito las primeras tres veces, y ya después a la cuarta tengo que gritar, y ahora sí ya me, me hacen caso. Let me tell you something about that, which could be part of you resetting your, your week in the category of parenting. Um, by you saying it the fourth time and then you yell, you yell and they listen is because you already trained them to listen to you in that manner. They already know the pattern that you're about. They know, oh, my mom's going to like be nice for like three times. Okay, uh, all right. And then they're distracted. And then they know I'll eventually do it, but I have to hear the yelling. So that's just going to be the alarm for me to like get moving. And it's very harmful. Because we're training them to listen only to when they're yelled at. And unfortunately, unfortunately, 
schools to some teachers do the same thing, you know, which I think should not be okay at all. And by the way, if you feel like your child is with a teacher that yells a lot, I encourage you to send an email to the principal, to the teacher, and, um, and pretty much say, I, I do not consent for this teacher or any staff of this district to yell, right, insult, or humiliate my child at any time. I had to do that with my son. Um, there's a teacher that, Gritona, and I'm an advocate, you guys. I used to go to a lot of IEPs. I work with different like school districts and um, children with disabilities. Uh, some school districts, you guys, uh, that's another topic, <laughs> which I think I haven't talked about, actually. But everything has to be documented. Everything. But anyways, I'm talking about yelling and the reason I'm saying this about schools because, again, teachers do that. So imagine if there's a child who gets yelled at at home and then yelled at at school. Poor kid. Breaks my heart to know that it's happening to many kids um, and it's not their fault. You know, kids definitely, they depend on as adults. And if we're not doing the work to heal, they pay the price. So we want to be very mindful of that. So under the category of resetting your your week and you understanding, like, I want to change the way I parent. Or if you feel like, hey, I'm parenting good. Like, I used to be there. Now I'm not. And we're, we're really good. Then what else can you continue to do to continue to grow that connection? Right? There's always going to be something else we can add. Now the thing is that sometimes... You know, you don't want to overwhelm yourself um, one day at a time, definitely. But I do want to address that a lot of this um, emotions, like uncomfortable emotions and challenges. And I say challenges because sometimes we have a challenging time implementing a new habit. And it is linked to our generational trauma. But we can't use that as an excuse to be like, oh, well, you know, just because I went through this growing up, that means like this is just my life for the rest of my life. No, it's not. You're just mindful that it happened. And now you're mindful that you, you are going to do something about it to change. So, you know, it's tough. Oh, my gosh, you guys, it's so freaking tough. I've been there, man. Like, oh, my God, where I get emotionally like, overwhelmed I have me personally you guys I am still working on this resentment towards my mother my mother is a very stubborn intelligent (laughs) yet sometimes negative individual but she's very loving too so it's tough because I'm very persistent and I can be sometimes stubborn myself and I don't want to be that way so I've been focusing on making sure like I'm mindful you know but I do continue to focus on this journey of not having resentment towards my mother but I will always be there for her don't get me wrong but I share this because I know many of you are in the same space right like these mothers that have trauma so whenever 
you know, I see my mom behaving in a manner that is just triggering. I'm like, this is her trauma speaking. (sighs) Like I have to take a deep breath and remind myself, this is my mother's trauma. And I don't know everything about her life. She will not share because one, it'll probably uncomfortable for her to share. And that happens with a lot of our parents who immigrated to this country. You know, there's a reason why they took this drastic shift to leave. I know we talk about our culture, right? Um, And for example, Mexico, right? My parents are from Mexico. My mom's from Michoacan. My dad is from Dolores Hidalgo, Guanajuato. And I just think, okay, Mexico, the culture, like, la tradición y todo, like, beautiful. El gobierno vale ma, like, vale. You know what? And it sucks. It really sucks. You know, they had to leave their family. They had to leave their friends. I mean, they had to leave their home, like, just their space. But the thing is that there was something there that wasn't good, and they wanted something better. So now here we are, right? The first gen's here, and it's just like, all right, como le hacemos? Wait a minute. Okay, we're in between, you know, the American culture and then, like, the Latino culture, right? Depending on where you're born, or your parents are born, or your family's from. And um, you're kind of like, all right, I'm in the middle. ¿De dónde soy? And it definitely opens up more things for us. You know, we get to go to school. I mean, most, and I think all of us went to school. You learned English. And because my primary language is Spanish. So I am bilingual. I know how to read it, write it um, uh, very well. I mean, I don't say perfect, but it's pretty good. And I'm blessed to have that second language. And sometimes, honestly, you guys growing up, como que se me olvidó how beautiful it is to have a second language. Like, it's just awesome. I can shift. And this is where the Spanglish kicks in, right? So I'm sharing this with you guys because, you know, all of these things that we have gone through um, growing up with our parents who are who immigrated to this country, um, you know, it takes a toll at some extent because we didn't grow up seeing or our parents implement self-care or reset their wink, right? We didn't see like our moms or dads like sit down in la, in la cocina o el comedor or somewhere just sitting down. Okay, siéntense, vamos a evaluar nuestra, nuestra semana y nuestro día y nuestro mes para poder salir adelante con nuestra salud mental. <laughs> like, imagine that, you guys. Now, guess what? We can do that with our kids. But right now, as I'm saying this, I could never imagine like my parents doing that. You know, but I did grow up going to family parties a lot. And um, I always remember my mom sitting down in the table um, in the kitchen con todos sus biles. Like todos sus biles, la libreta, la calculadora, because my mom was always in charge of everything. So I will always remember her sitting there. Um, and I think sometimes with my dad, but more my mom would do it. And right there, she just showed me organization with finances, right? It took me a while to get it, though. But to pay bills, like that I do remember. What is it that you guys remember from your parents growing up of anything like related to organization or self-care? Is there something there? Because now I'm thinking with self-care, what did we do? Um, 
I mean, I would always see my mom nap. So napping, I was like, okay, napping's approved. <laughs> um, my dad would always go, 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 porque si se sentaba, mi mom ya lo mandaba hacer otra cosa. Like, oh my goodness, that was frustrating to hear. Um, but there is something that our parents did at some point, you know. I always think of like carne asadas, you know, I think we all can relate to that. Barbecuing and grilling as a family and we go to the park, you know. Ponen la sábana en el zacate y se acuestan. I mean, that's just like chill, right? So um, there's always some sort of message that your parents gave to you besides just trauma, besides just like, you know, this fight or flight behavior. There's something there. And when I think of our ancestors, and I've shared this before, you guys, that our ancestors... Um, one of the things that helped them a lot was not to lose faith, not to lose faith in, <clears throat> excuse me, in the things that they do, that they did, and to continue to push through even they, if they were on survival mode. But they were humble, right? Every family unit has, has this black and white, but también el gray. I think at some point where families grow up not sharing too much of the stories sometimes I think it's probably even a good thing they're not because it can probably like definitely affect someone and sometimes it could help it just depends that's the thing we don't know until it's done until that story is shared but if our parents aren't ready to share their stories maybe we haven't made space for them maybe we haven't made space for them to feel safe because they trigger us and I've definitely thought about that and I'm like I want to ask my mom more profound questions and I think she will open up and obviously as a therapist I'll know how to like navigate it but it's, it is a little different it's my mother um, but there are questions that I have in mind to ask her which I will ask her at the right time and at the right place um, because I'm not just gonna be like oh let's talk about it Estamos en un cumpleaños, like a party you know <laughs> that's not gonna I'm not gonna do that but you know you will know when you'll be able to make that space. But I'm sharing all of this because this is attached to how we reset, how we are mindful in our lives. And the things that we grew up seeing definitely is connected. Resetting our lives, making time to sit down and write them down. If you feel like, okay, como que, what is this reset about? You know, yes, it's not just organizing, well, limpiar el baño, well, no, it's not that. It's more like also like, what are your, what are your intentions for this upcoming week and for the month? How are you going to be able to change a way of how you see things? And how are you going to shift these negative thoughts to positive? How are you going to change your parenting um, style if needed or if you want, right? Um, your finances, that, that is also linked to our generational trauma. You know, growing up, not getting the things that you wanted. Be all your friends had it. I've always wanted a Cabbage Patch Kid doll. I would see how these little girls had a birthday party for their dolls. I didn't have one. And until, I don't know. Honestly, you guys, I don't know if I shared this before. I stopped playing with dolls at 13 years old. At 13. And I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> I think back then I was. Tenía vergüenza. Because I was like in junior high. But I wouldn't tell anybody. But I think my mom knew. 
didn't care. <laughs> but yes, I think I grew up as a late bloomer. Definitely. I don't care. That was my life journey. I love my life journey. Even though it's been bumpy. Ni modo. Me tocó y ya que, ¿verdad? But my dad, I begged him for a Cabbage Patch Kid doll. Y me la compró en diciembre. And I remember telling him, va a ser mi santo. Um, because my middle name is Guadalupe. And el día de, la Guadalu de Guadalupe, right? Um, el 12 de diciembre. El 2 o el 12 de diciembre. And I was like, por mi santo, por favor, papi, cómpramelo. And he bought it for me. But it was like a small little cabbage patch, even though I wanted the big one. So, yeah, it was interesting. And my brother actually bought me a cabbage patch doll with a certificate. Like the original, you guys. Oh, my God. So beautiful. I love it. I'll post a picture of her. <laughs> but I'm sharing this with you guys because now I, well, yeah, now I continue to sometimes like buy myself these like, And I do collect these toys I've mentioned before. I collect these toys of the 80s and the 90s because it was toys that I've always wanted and I didn't get. But I'm sharing this because talking about finances and how we have to focus on resetting that aspect of like how we're going to organize ourselves is like we didn't grow up getting the things that we wanted. So now as adults, many of us, definitely splurge and be like no me lo pude comprar cuando estaba chica pero ahora se me lo voy a comprar right it's okay you can do that but you don't want to spend money to the point where you have zero balance in your checking and then you have kids you have to feed I mean at that point yeah como que es being irresponsible right so we want to be patient and again this is why it's important to reset how am I going to reset myself to refocus on how I'm going to organize my finances. ¿Y cómo lo voy a hacer? If you ever get stuck, this is what I do, you guys. And I suggest it if you want. I go to YouTube. <laughs> I will educate myself on videos on finances. Um, books on finances. And I make time. I reset myself And I make time. It can be, if I have a book, I'll read like one chapter one day. If I can't the other, then I do it the other. I mean, I just work with what I have, with what I can. I'm not going to overstress. But there's times where I'm doing my makeup or my hair and I'll put a video as I'm doing it. I'm educating myself with mental health, finances. I mean, just different things that I can to be able to grow. If you are watching a lot of videos on makeup because you love makeup and you become great at it and you want to be, open up your YouTube, great. Do that. But also don't forget to add other subjects on there. If you watch a lot of vlogs of other people's lives, you, obviously you will grow by learning certain things. But also make time to watch videos on educational things. Finances, parenting, mental health, self-care. I mean, TED Talks, I implement those at least once a week. If you do it often, great, you're already on track, but you've never done it, at least do it once a week. And you will get hooked because you'll open up your mind to many things. And that's the way we reset, you guys, is to be mindful of the things that we need to change. But also be mindful and grateful of the things we have. You know, um, I think the good will always overcome the bad. 
definitely. I think we're all going to be okay, you guys. At the end of the day, we're always going to be okay. Even though it's going to be a little challenging, we're going to be okay. And I, why do I say that? And you're like, well, give, what are you? <laughs> you can read the future or what's going on? A future teller? No, I'm not. But I think I, I personally, and I'm sure I'm not alone, I strongly believe in human beings to the potential of them implementing the things that are needed. And we will get there. We definitely will. We're going to be okay. You know, they say that the worst thing, some people say like the worst things in life are taxes and death. But you know what I think is another worst thing is living life and not living it, not enjoying it, just existing just existing, but not living. We want to make sure that we implement different things that can help our being. Reset yourself as many times as you can. It can be weekly, daily, monthly, whatever works for you. And I highly encourage you guys to check out the YouTube videos and just put reset videos for the month of August or however, but, um, you will learn from many. You can watch videos on TED Talks, on mental health, and anything else. And Or when you go to therapy, process it with your therapist. If you're not going to therapy and you're scared, I'm going to tell you this. We are trained to make space for you. Do the research. Make sure that it's a therapist you want. Ask for a 10-15 minute free consultation to see if it's a good if you feel like you're connecting, I know it's like 10, 15 minutes, but you have an idea of what they're about. Um, and it's time, you guys. It's una revolución that we're doing. And it's so far so great. We're pushing through. We're making it happen. Don't give up. No están solas. I know que estamos todas regadas en el mundo. Pero vamos a trabajar individual, pero juntas. Take care. And I wish you guys the best in everything that you guys do. You belong. You belong in this world. You belong in spaces even that even are uncomfortable for you. That's okay. If they're uncomfortable for you, trust. It's uncomfortable for others. And that's not your fault. And that's not your responsibility. Focus on yourself, your family, your community. And stay tuned for more. Adios. Gracias por escuchar. Thank you so much for tuning in the Chicana and Latina Moms podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Chicana underscore Latina Moms podcast. And also, don't forget to leave a review. Gracias.